Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. There's a remote section of Asia that's been a kettle on the stove of the world stage for decades, and it might just be about ready to boil over. There's a mountain pass near Tibet, about 15,000 feet in elevation, and in it, the border between China and India. There have been border tensions between the two nuclear-armed neighbors dating back six decades, and while things have been fairly calm there in recent years, over the weekend the dispute where, well, just about where the border lies in that mountain pass got a bit testy, with armies from both sides facing one another down. That's when it happened. Someone from one of the two sides, we don't know who, hurled a rock at the other side, and the confrontation then turned to a rock-throwing incident that ended up being a fist fight involving about 150 soldiers total. <laughs> That's how it all should be, Cliff. <laughs> That's exactly No right. bombs, no helicopters, right. no Just guns. Throw rocks. And then punch. And punch. And so we'll see who the winner is. Yeah. Well, Cliff, I was talking to a friend yesterday on the phone, and he told me how yeah. much he loved his job. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. And the reason was because he gets lots of time off. Ooh. And I okay. said, you know, if you love your job because you, you know, don't have to actually be there very much. <laughs> yeah. Do you really like your job at all, Cliff? I mean. It's a good question. I mean, I think I learned something yesterday morning. Well, actually, in the afternoon. What's that? I think I figured out that no matter what age you are, yeah. if you hear music blaring from somebody else's car, mm -hmm. that music is always terrible to you. <laughs> I've, I've yet to hear a car blare a song out that I went, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to hear right there. Yeah, you got a point there, yeah. actually. Cliff, I don't want to step on your toes this morning. You don't oh, well. happen to have a story any time after any of the news segments about Clearwater, Florida, do you? Uh, I do not, actually. Oh, well, I saw this on the news yesterday. Okay. There were a bunch of people in Clearwater, Florida, standing outside yeah. of a gym, outside mm -hmm. of the courthouse, I mean, and they were protesting because the gyms there were all closed, and they wanted them to be opened up so they could get back in there. Okay. And the majority of these protesters were protesting by doing squats and push-ups out on the courthouse lawn. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. not realizing, Cliff, that their demonstration shows... You don't need those gyms anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> did you see that by any chance? I, I did not see that. I saw that and I went, <laughs> you're a... kind of shooting yourself in the foot there. <laughs> so it was a demonstration in Florida... Protesting in the most Floridian way possible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We'd like Indiana, Illinois, and many other states, the gradual end to a stay-at-home order in New Jersey, brought a ramped-up reopening of state parks. And much like the Indiana Department of Natural Resources has announced, New Jersey parks would at first open for day use, free admission, a requirement for people to wear face coverings on narrow trails if they were hiking, and other measures intended to keep people safe. But... The DNR in New Jersey had consulted, well, if they had, if they consulted with the Morning Roadshow Department of, just in time for breakfast, it would have been clear that not opening the restrooms was going to be a bad idea. 
Now, much like Indiana, officials there as part of the park's reopening announcement warned residents that there would be no restroom facilities available and they should plan accordingly. Unfortunately for New Jerseyans, planning accordingly means taking a bottle with you as you go. And parks officials reported on their first week of being open an inordinate amount of urine and feces left behind in bottles. That's an interesting trick I'd almost like to see. <laughs> it's like putting one of those ships together in a bottle there, Cliff. You know right. what I'm saying? How do you get that poop in there? Yeah, how do you get that in there? And plan accordingly. I don't know what your game plan there is. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't know what that plan would be. And if you're in the woods yeah. walking around, basically yeah. every tree's a outhouse anyway. That's right. Any, any place is a place to go. Pretty well. <laughs> You would not believe the conversation I had yesterday, Cliff, with one of our co-workers here at Country 98.1. Oh, no. What happened? Somehow, we got yeah. discussing yeah. cremation. <laughs> that's odd, it but was, okay. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's Of all yeah. the things we could talk about, that was yeah. number one on our list. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I need to be around the fires that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. I may want to delay that just a little. But yeah. then that got me to thinking, mm-hmm. I wonder how popular cremation actually is anymore here in the United States. And so I did some research, okay. and I found out, Cliff, yeah. that cremation is the most popular thing in Nevada over any other state in the United States. Really? Approximately hmm. three out of every four people in Nevada choose cremation as the way to go. Okay. And of all of the states... Cremation yeah. is the least popular in Mississippi. But I'm thinking it's still way more popular <laughs> than eating a salad would be in the state of Mississippi. Yeah, you're probably right. I think so. <laughs> Did you happen to see Cliff on our Facebook page yesterday, the first ever Weed and Cliff word search that was posted on there. Yes, I did. Uh, I did, as a matter of fact. <laughs> you know how long that took me to do that. You had to. Did you do that by hand? Well, yes, I did. Oh no, you did. Yes, really? I did. Because there were some words in there that were backwards. That's pretty impressive. Well, thank you. I that was all by accident. <laughs> oh, there was. Yes, and um, it would have worked a lot better. Yeah. If I had actually put the words on there that you were supposed to be looking for. Oh, yeah, that's true. That would have worked a lot better. Yeah. I uh, panicked, and yeah. I, well, I basically got tired of looking at letters, and I just posted it on there and said, I'm, I'm close enough. You like that, huh? No, I, I totally did. The, it was, and it was a total surprise. You, I had no idea you were doing that. Well, I've been working on that for, I don't know, a week and a half. Holy cow. It takes a long time to manually saying, put all that in there. You're you're not that fast with letters now, are you? No. And, uh, as a matter of fact, I could have used some more letters in there. It's like I'm running out of keep using the same letters over and over. Yeah. I think I'll try another one of those. The we, weed and cliff word search. Yeah, that's kind of sad, isn't it? And a lot of folks jumped there in been, on that. There have been many mornings when we've searched for words and they've been proven difficult to find. Yeah, I need to make up four or five of those different sheets of them, Cliff, and I can yeah. find a word whenever I need one. <laughs> Saw this morning, Cliff, that Disney is now selling Baby Yoda face masks. <laughs> which, you know, it's a great way to say I'm yeah. safe during a pandemic yeah and also i'm inexperienced when it comes to dating and i got to thinking <laughs> this comment coming from someone who's so experienced when it comes to dating. well i'm just saying maybe i should get one of those but you, better you much but better yet yeah maybe we should come up with yeah the morning road show 
Yeah. Face mask. Mm-hmm. Cloth mask with uh, our little uh, yeah. caricature pictures. Yeah. Right there on the mouth hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think, okay. Cliff? I like that idea. You think you know, there's I, a place I, that I know does that? I know it's possible to, you know, to put some kind of an applique or paint or something like that on uh, fabric. So it would be possible. Just got to find who can do it. Put our our little pictures. You think there's any place locally that could do that, Cliff? And we don't Um, want this to be an expensive process, you know, because nobody's going to keep the things. No. I don't know. But it would be kind of cute to see, you know, folks walking around in the area with the... uh, With Weed and Cliff on their map. Uh Uh-huh. And that might scare the virus away, too. It might very well. Yes. <laughs> Nobody else is going near us here on the radio clip, so perhaps yeah. out in the world. I think that would be great. If we could come up with that, yeah. we should try to do that. Now, I guess we could give them away since everybody's supposed to stay away, aren't they still, from each yeah. other pretty well? I mean, you have to have the six-foot distancing. That's um... Well, we could give them away here. You just stand outside and we'll throw them out the door. We'll throw them at you. Yeah. Yeah. How's that? (laughs) Let's see if we can come up with that. Here's an interesting lesson about civility in a coronavirus world and the consequences of misbehavior. Mark Lawrence owns the Polar Cave Ice Cream Parlor in a small town near Cape Cod in Massachusetts. And last week was the first time he was able to open his doors for business, but with restrictions put in place to keep both customers and employees healthy. He later told a TV station in Boston that on the first day open, instead of phoning ahead to place an order and then waiting about an hour to pick it up, customers were just pulling up and demanding immediate service, and when they didn't get it, they threw F-bombs at whoever was working the window. And while those in-customer service will tell you that one or two bad apples a day is common, Lord said the number of people with the rude remarks numbered over 30, and it was bad enough for one teenage employee to quit at the end of her shift. In response, Lawrence said, no ice cream for you, and decided to close his doors forever, or at least until people are nicer. <laughs> the ice cream Nazi, that's what he is, that's isn't exactly it? Right. Huh? Yes. Did you see the news about the European Space Agency, Cliff? No. You know, usually I catch up on space news. I know. Today, but I miss this. Well, they're planning on, and this is kind of bold, they're planning on building a base on the moon. Okay. And they're going to make it with concrete made yeah. from astronaut urine. <laughs> That's what their plan is. Yeah. and you gotta, you got to have liquid to make concrete. Exactly. And it's a lot <laughs> cheaper than, you know, trying to deliver water up there. Yeah. Not going to help, though, the astronaut recruitment process, I wouldn't think, Cliff. <laughs> Why is that? Well, nobody wants to be the guy who squeezes out the diapers, or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to get all the. Wait, oh, no. <laughs> they got to have somebody there that's squeezing. Is there, such a, is there such a thing as astronaut seniority? <laughs> yes, I would hope so. I wouldn't want to be that guy, the low man on yeah. the pole. Okay, oh Jim, give him over. <laughs> Cliff, yeah. well, you mentioned it yesterday about uh, whenever this. Um, social distancing thing is all in the past yeah and you get back here we might Mm -hmm. go for that world record of uh, shaving cream on your head (laughs) and trying to get 30 ping pong balls to stick in that cream (laughs) that's right we uh we are discussing ways that you and myself can attempt some form of world record to for weed and cliff to actually be in the guinness book of world's records and we uh wanted 60 ping pong balls and we needed a ball sponsor Yep. And someone has come to our rescue this morning, Cliff, really? on text messaging. Well, that's pretty cool. Yes. Angie says she has us covered. 
And I don't know if she's going to sponsor these balls or not, <laughs> but she said, but she, after I said we needed 60, yeah. she said she could come up with 144. That's, wow, so she could take care of our balls. Yes, so there's okay. 144 there, Cliff. If cool. we can get a shaving cream sponsor, yeah, we've got it whipped whenever you we've get got- back. <laughs> and, you know, if I throw all of them at one time, or at yeah. least half of them, we've got a good shot to get 30 in there. Well, that's true. Yes. So we're set on the balls. We're looking for the shaving cream sponsor. And we'll, as soon as we get that, that sounded bad. And as soon as we get that and get back together. Which, which can be painful. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cliff, our take it to the bank this morning. Yeah. I'm really liking this one. You like all of these well, things. Well, some of them. And none of them are any good. Well, I think this one, I think I'll change your mind on this one. Okay. Today we're going to be talking about yeah. the bat bomb. The bath bomb? Bat bomb. The bat bomb. Yes. Okay. I it's I know it sounds like something Batman would have in his utility belt. You're right. But that's not what it is at all, Cliff. Okay. It was actually uh, out during World War Two. Okay. The bat bomb when we take it to the bank. Here's that lady. might actually be interesting. I think it will be an interesting okay. one. I'd never heard of it. It's time now for take it to the bank. And I'm okay. going to say this right off the bat, Cliff. Okay. This sounds like I made this completely up, like a no prize <laughs> moment here on this program. But okay. this is the truth. Okay. The United States in World War II created a bomb that used bats. Actual bats. Actual bats. <laughs> okay. The bats would be carrying small little incendiary charges and would be released from the bomb in midair. Okay. Causing the bats to fly around and scatter to different buildings in that area. Okay. And then the charges would then detonate and set all the buildings on fire as soon as the bats landed on the buildings. <laughs> this was tested out many yeah. times and proven to be very, very effective as a bat bomb. <laughs> I bet you... They were going to have the bats do all the dirty work. All the dirty work. Of course, <laughs> some bats would be harmed in the making of this well, ball. Clearly, <laughs> all bats would be harmed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Had you ever heard of that before, Cliff? I have, I, I have never heard of that before. Well, all of that you can take to the bank. Wow. And if you're a bat... They'll yeah. take you in it's, numerous pieces. That's right. It's a one-way trip. <laughs> it's a one-way trip to the bank. Cliff, I'm telling you what, I like. I feel like I'm a swordsman here fending off people <laughs> because we have had so, so much. A swordsman. Yes. <laughs> we have had so many folks wanting to help us out on the ping pong ball challenge that yeah. involves shave cream. I have been taking in people's requests and wanting to help us. We appreciate you doing that. I've yeah. had to turn some away, Cliff, because it seems wow. that a lot of folks are wanting to shave cream you for some reason. <laughs> I have no idea. I know, but and, boy, I, mean, I don't know why that would be. I but it, if you uh, yeah, if you miss the uh, the whole premise of what's going on is that uh, Weed and Cliff are going to try to set a Guinness World Record at some point in the future when we're able to uh, you know be in the same area again, and uh, the world record will be set as follows. We'll take as many cans of shaving cream as possible to load up my big head with a giant hat that's flat on the top. And then Weed has 30 seconds 
to stand six and one half feet away and toss ping pong balls to it. And in 30 seconds, what's the number that we have to beat to set the world's record? We have to go over 29. Over 20. So we're aiming for 30. So we have to um, we have to get a head big enough to put 30 ping pong balls on and a shaving cream hat big enough as well. And I think that's probably, uh, you know, where we're going to be. And we've asked for donations and we've gotten uh, we've gotten shaving cream and we've gotten ping pong balls. So it's all good. 144 ping pong balls. Well, that's plenty. That's plenty. <laughs> and we'll have to look up the rules to make sure that we're doing it correctly because I'll bet you you have to throw them one at a time. Well, I'm sure you do. I'm sure they won't let you just toss a bunch of them or, you yeah. know, throw them out of a box at your head or something like that. <laughs> no. But I'm telling you, Cliff, the response mm-hmm. has been great for some reason. <laughs> People want to see you covered in shaving cream for some reason. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, it'd be great. <laughs> well, be safe and make good choices. And I'll tell you mm-hmm. what, I really do. I truly feel like a swordsman this morning here at Country 98.1. <laughs> well, Cliff, anything said today? It's, it's like a revolving door of people wanting to give you stuff. It is. It is. Or, or take something from you. Well, that could be too. Yes. Also true. Yes. Morning roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. There have been many mornings... We have been left searching for words. Number two, made from astronaut urine. <laughs> By Ronco. Yeah, right. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, Angie has our balls covered. 144 of them, Cliff. That's right. Ping pong balls. Absolutely. Can't ask for anything better than that. Nope. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.